Well, thank you for tuning in. This is Matt Santos of the Mile High Show. You're listening to episode 170. This was recorded down at the Rhythm Room in Phoenix on Indian School. That is such a neat venue. Little, small, intimate club. Great blues music is is the tradition there. Uh, but they... Uh, they were playing host last night to Wes Williams of the Wes Williams Band, a former guest of the show, friend of mine, and uh, and uh, one of the hardest working touring musicians around, based out of New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and uh, a, a transplant to Prescott, and then recently a transplant back to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Wes is out promoting his latest release, The Front porch sessions which features uh some live what he terms rough rough recordings uh some very bare bones some live recordings of the west williams band uh throughout i think there's a prescott one on there there is a texas one i think maybe in la and also some solo acoustic stuff of west by himself uh, i'm in my kitchen here there's a kind of an echo um Anyway, uh, Wes is touring solo now. He's on his way to to the Boulder and Denver areas. Uh, check out his uh, Facebook page under Wes Williams. Just just Google it there, or uh, the Wes Williams Band page, and that is uh, WWB for Wes Williams. It's Facebook dot com slash WWB. N-O-L-A, but just plug in the search there, Wes Williams Band, and that'll pop up. WWB for Wes Williams Band, and then N-O-L-A for New Orleans. Uh, and uh, it's it, it, he's got some great clips on there. I tell you, one that really caught my eye, and it comes up in the course of our conversation, is a... Um, Molly Malone's in Hollywood, California, where he was playing a few days ago. Uh, and he does a solo acoustic cover of I Wish from Stevie Wonder. I'll say it better than Stevie's version, I think. It's absolutely beautiful. Now, anyway, check out Wes. The uh, intro music was... Um, oh, what was the title of it? I forget now. Uh, Downtown New Orleans, off of the Front Porch Sessions. And the outro, I'm going to play it in full because it's one of my favorite songs. It's one of my son's favorites. He loves singing along to it when I got it playing in the car. It is Tie-Dye, or Tie-Dye on Tuesdays, uh, from Listen to Your Soul, the West Williams Band previous release. And he played that last night uh, at the Rhythm Room, and it was... Uh, it was great. He had, he had some folks drop in, and uh, one of the guys from Spofford came uh, came and sang. Uh, Angie Peterson, who I – make sure I'm getting that right. Was it Angie Peterson? Angie – so yeah, uh, Patterson, excuse me. I am so sorry, Angela Patterson. Um, she is uh, from the Chino Prescott area, now living in Phoenix, has done some traveling through L.A., and – and everywhere else. She's a singer, songwriter, artist of all kinds. And I got a chance to meet with her a little bit last night and talk before the show 
Uh, I'd really love to sit down with uh, with Angie and uh, and uh, record a podcast. Really interesting gal, and what a voice! She uh, she jumped up and sang a, a couple of songs with Wes last night, and just powerful man. I, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing more of her of her work and uh, and hopefully sitting down and talking with her on mic for a future uh, future podcast. Anyway. We talk a little bit about what happened to me last night. It's a shorter interview than most uh, because I, I was I strapped West for time, unfortunately, because uh, the plan was to sit down for about an hour or so before he took the stage at the rhythm room, and uh, my plan was to get down to Phoenix about uh, about six six fifteen or so, hang out for a little bit, plug in, and be all set for West. That did not happen. So our sponsor for today's show is Four Sons Convenience Store and Chevron Gas Station in Anthem, Arizona. We talk a little bit about what happened during the show, but I'll summarize it real quick. I'm an idiot, which is no no surprise to anybody that's heard more than five minutes of, of any of my podcasts. Uh, I left down to uh, to go to Phoenix from the Chino area, loaded up all my gear in the van, and left and forgot my wallet in my other vehicle with my wife. So uh, I get down there at about five minutes to six. The fuel light goes on. Great. I'll pull over an Anthem and get gas, and I realize I have no wallet, no money, no nothing. Uh, now, when I say this episode is brought... <laughs> to you by Four Sons Convenience Store and Market. Uh, that is uh, sarcastically, because I will tell you, it's 100% my fault. I'm an idiot. I forgot my wallet. But I, uh, I, I go in and I ask them, look, can you, can you take a credit card over the phone? No. I'm talking with them for a good 10 minutes. They get the manager on the phone. Um, they know I'm able to pay with a credit card. I'm offering to pay with a credit card over the phone. Obviously, security reasons, they don't want it. That's great. I offer to to pawn some extra mics or a lens or something so I can get 15, 20 bucks of gas and I'll come back later or my wife will come down and take. They can't do it. Uh, I'm desperate. I, I'm, I will not. I refuse to ask anybody at the pumps for gas money just because I don't want to be that guy that I've made fun of in the past. But I was stuck. Uh, and they knew it, which is fine. They got to do what they got to do. So I just I text Wes and said, hey, let's just record after the show. Sorry, we can't do it. Um, I call my wife. She's going to drive down with my wallet the hour and a half it is from our home uh she loads up the car she's going her and my son are on the way and i call my buddy matt hinshaw just to vent a little bit and his comment to me was boy i'm surprised they don't have like google pay at that gas station that and it clicked matt said that and i run in i go hey do you guys do google pay and they go oh yeah of course well a half hour later why didn't you suggest that when i was begging you for to buy a microphone anyway 
100% my fault, but come on. Little customer service, say, hey, we have other options that you could pay with. Do you participate in Google Pay? Do you Are you able to pay with your phone app like you know, like like people in the 21st century can do. I'm old. I don't think of those things. Take a minute. Do a little customer service. Give me some options. So um, after sitting in the parking lot for a little over a half hour, I paid through my phone, called my wife, told her thanks but no thanks, turn around, go home, relax, and uh, and I got to the rhythm room uh, about instead of uh, plugging in at 7 like we had planned, uh, it was about seven twenty, seven twenty-five, and uh, Wes and I were able to sit down and have a nice conversation about the front porch sessions, his latest, uh, his latest release. Talk about touring. Talk about his his uh, six-month-old baby girl with the uh, the traditional the the uh, trademark Wes Williams hair. What a beautiful child that is. He called her a giant baby. I have not seen her in person. Uh, but uh, evidently she is a giant baby. <laughs> and uh, we even talked about some conspiracy theories and UFOs and uh, police state and the death of Robert Kennedy. Uh, we went all over the place in a very short time. Enjoy my conversation with Wes Williams recorded on the patio at the Rhythm Room. And check out the Rhythm Room, a great spot to see not only local musicians like Wes Williams or Sky Conwell. I saw him there a few months ago. But also some of the best in nationally touring blues musicians that come through the Rhythm Room on Indian School in Phoenix. What a great venue that is. What a great night of music. Check out our sister page, the MSP, M. Santos Photographer, uh, Facebook page for a gallery of last night's uh, show. I was out there shooting some pictures as well. And please follow Wes Williams on uh, on Facebook, on Twitter and Instagram, where he posts pretty regularly and posts some great video clips and, and updates of all his shows, including uh, his run through Colorado, which is going to start, I believe, next week. And if you want your own copy or downloadable version of the Front Porch Sessions, please go to milehighshow.com and use that Amazon link and download your very own copy so you could hear uh, Wes Williams and his cohorts in all their glory. Sit back and enjoy and uh, and go out, support local artists, musicians, painters, authors, comics. Support that local art scene wherever you happen to live. And uh, and you too can meet musicians like the like the fantastic, energetic, and great Wes Williams. Uh, enjoy the show and support local podcasts too. That way, I can. Uh, I cannot have to pawn microphones and lenses at gas stations to get gas, and I can uh, I can uh, not be stressed out about money, uh, which causes me to forget things like my wallet. Oh, one last thing, and then we'll get to the show. Thank you to oh, what's his name? Let me give him a shout out. Local uh, police officer who pulled me over last night at midnight when I was coming home. Uh, and driving a little too fast on Highway 89 in Chino Valley. <laughs> uh, 
I da 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 da. Great guy, Chino Valley, born and raised, Officer John Szymanski. Officer John Szymanski, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name incorrectly. Uh, he pulls me over. He's training and uh, hit me with his red and blue lights right in front of Safeway. I pull over at the pet club there, and uh, and I have no license. I have no wallet. I was speeding but not driving recklessly a few miles over the limit, so he gave me a warning and reminded me of a couple of things uh, that I am very old and should not forget to leave home without my wallet. And also that I'm very old that he remembers me taking pictures of him as a child here in Chino Valley and uh, says, okay, sir, have a great night, drive safe, get home. And I got home a few minutes later and felt really, really old. But thanks to the uh, good folks at Chino Valley PD for uh, for not arresting me. And uh, thank you, Wes Williams, for sitting down and talking music and UFOs and everything else. Uh, I've rambled along long enough. Uh, please enjoy the show. for tomorrow in Prescott that's uh, that's getting pushed to May yeah we pushed it back what we're trying to do in Prescott is uh, well first of all it's good to see you thanks for having me yeah. on the show thank you for coming <laughs> to the show um, we're going to try to do uh, uh, Prescott Center for the Arts is oh nice the the solo like show has been really exciting yeah. to me and I've been really digging the vibe and how that feels and it would just be such a beautiful little intimate theater. Now, are so you in the main the dates theater just in, didn't that, work. in that black box? In the main theater, in the oh, big that's the nice, big slanted man. movie yeah, theater yeah, yeah. seats. Yeah. So we're yeah. gonna um, try to get that together and the date unfortunately just didn't come together at the last gotcha, minute. So gotcha. Yep, but Phoenix is a close second oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as being in Arizona, so I'm glad to be here and um, been a lot of driving, and now it's yeah. now it's like worth it. You know, it's a good show. So, Sweet. Yeah. So tell me what, you've been pretty much on the road nonstop. Yep. And, what, uh, um, what are some of the, give me some of the highlights, what you've been doing since, now when did I see you last time? I, I saw you, I saw you in Scottsdale. You came At to the, the rock, rock bar, bar show and that was early February. And then I've been playing a lot of stuff in, uh, South Louisiana yeah. and New Orleans, kind of sharpening my chops. I got a really good band put together down there that I'm going to bring around the country in June. And we've got some stuff out here, some stuff in Prescott and, nice. in, um, and in Phoenix and Albuquerque and Vegas. And uh, one of the cool things we're doing is with that same configuration from New Orleans is going to, uh, is going to uh, Long Beach, California to play this rock clinic for teenage kids, high school kids uh -huh. that um, go to this like rock camp, you know, and learn about you know, touring and professional, Sweet, what it takes to be man. a professional musician. And the last day of the camp, they always have uh, a touring band come in and like, yeah. you know, do a clinic and then play a show for all the kids. So they invited us to do it this year. And so that'll be, that'll <laughs> be how much of that is don't let this happen to you. <laughs> right. I know. Like, so, like whatever you do, pick a different profession, <laughs> you know, I tell you my little guy, he's a and he's the last year and a half. He's yeah, been picking up that camera, best. and loving it. And, yeah. and my wife looks at me. She goes, "Whatever you do, slap down out of his hand right now. I know. Right. Don't let him follow your footsteps." And that's what we always talk about yeah. this. And you know how everybody always says, you know, like, "Oh, you're living your dreams." You know, it's, <laughs> it's like, "Yep, that's exactly right. I'm living my dreams. I'm two months behind with energy and." 
with the rent and with everything two else. Months, you know? That's good, <laughs> that's, man. Know. That's good. Well, if you stay within two months, you're good. Yeah. That's it's, the trick. It's, it's when you go in and the locks are changed. That's uh, when it's bad. I know. When you keep that t- two months behind schedule balance with uh, AT&T, they, they'll shut it off real quick. Now, <laughs> is, is Louisiana pretty much going to be your home base now yeah it it happened like slowly but surely and it's kind of still happening that we went and had a baby um angela my the mother of my child we had a baby out in louisiana and thought it we talked about this that it would just be cool to have the baby out there and then come back and you know she ended up with a great job and i've just gotten back into what i always do and traveling and stuff and so far we're just kind of now whereabouts whereabouts are they living and where are you based out of now so what's, what's the what's the atmosphere like baton rouge louisiana okay. is 45 minutes north of new orleans or for, 45 minutes west of of new orleans northwest and um and it's like the capital of louisiana yeah. you know so it's a college town it's uh it's gotten a lot bigger ever since Katrina, and it's uh, it's where I grew up for the most part. Um, you know that whole area, New Orleans, uptown. What's the population? Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge is like half a million people oh, at the moment. Oh, so that's big. it was that's it was two fifty for a while, and then Katrina yeah. happened, and it just doubled overnight, yeah. really quick. So, yeah. Um, but Baton Rouge is an awesome place to live, and obviously, I'm I'm still back here as much yeah, as yeah. I can possibly be. And everywhere, man, I'm yeah. following you and and yeah. and watching your posts and stuff, and, and it, it it always seems to draw you back to mm. Louisiana. But just watching how how you're you're making the circuit, right? Primarily solo stuff now. Is it just is it Not easier that, or? Yeah, well, I'll I'll definitely say that. It's not going to just be primarily solo. It is easier. It's so much yeah. less pressure to not have to worry about arranging a band and paying a band and getting a band on the road. You know, nowadays that's it's hard. You know, because it's expensive to pay a big seven-piece yeah. band to play behind me. So, and the way that I dialed in myself solo, I love playing solo. I love playing by myself. So I'm super excited to be on a tour where it's just a bunch of shows that are yeah. set up in an atmosphere of intimacy and you know good yeah. for solo and no matter what you do uh as an artist as a performer as a musician you can have the greatest people backing you but when you have five people when you have six people you've got six personalities you've right. got six paychecks you've got mm-hmm. you've you've got exponentially that much stuff to do and i i just you know not putting myself in in a performance area because i know that that's a whole other ball game but when you have to go create something whether it be a, a a photo shoot or when i need to sit down and write something or when i just got to get on the mic um if you're distracted in any way like i am tonight we'll get into where where, where i've yeah, been yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you 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 get drawn away and you can't give it your all and that's one thing that Anyone who has seen Wes Williams play or the Wes Williams band, you guys give it, and I, I know it's a hack thing to say when somebody goes, hey, give it 110%. Mm-hmm. You guys give it everything. When you come off stage, whether it's you doing solo or the Wes Williams band in whatever incarnation that is, right. it's visible that everything was left on that stage. Right. And that's why it's so great to see you guys and you perform 
and to if you're distracted in any way worrying about how you're going to get to the next one or how you're going to make the nut for the next right. month right you can it's difficult to do that no you're abs- that's yeah those are all the things that play into it you just nailed it you know um, yeah keeping the energy level up is so important and it's really hard to do that because you put you factor in like okay what are all the most difficult scenarios that you could add to just getting up there on yeah. stage with your guitar and that is traveling you know six hours a day or four hours a day um on a know, short day right and, <laughs> playing, and playing five in a row where my yeah. voice and stuff goes out and it gets tiring and all that and getting to travel super cool you know i mean getting to see the country and all that's fun and um but when you have a bad show like you have to learn to not take it so yeah. personal but that also comes with when you have a great show not riding it too high yeah you know and because that's what it is is you have to be able to take it because there's so many guys that for five or ten years went and did what i'm doing now to get to where they are and you you have bad shows you have shows where you perform badly or you know you didn't sell enough tickets and yeah the small turnout you know and you're out on the road and it was a five-hour day to get to that town it was a crappy show and so, I mean, those kind of nights, it's like from from the time I'm pulling my cables out to the time I'm going back to the hotel, I'm like, I f***ing quit forever. <laughs> I'm What, you know, real job can yeah. I get? You know, I have a kid now. I, you know, how am I, you know, what the f*** am I still doing at 29 <laughs> doing this? And, you know, it's just part of it. You know, you want to give up and quit all the time. How has that changed? You mentioned the, the, the birth of your daughter. How mm. has that changed you as a performer Uh, I think a little bit that remains to be seen I have been writing a lot more which uh, I'm always grateful to be in a period where I'm writing because it it's hard to predict like when I'm gonna write it just kind of happens and when I do write I tend to write a lot I bang out you know a bunch of new songs whenever I'm in a writing zone and sometimes it's just a flash for like a day or two I've just, every time I pick up the guitar, things are popping out. And then for two weeks, I pick up the guitar every day and just kind of noodle around and play with stuff I know and kind of mess around with new stuff and nothing kind of comes down the pipe and that's it, you know. Uh, But you just keep trying to be creative. and, And now I'm so, obviously the first thing I think you get aware of when you have a kid is it's, you know, your thoughts have to constantly be of someone other than yourself. We're so used to as human beings being like trained to be like selfish and self-centered where we're, uh, it's okay. (laughs) Come on out. Where we only think about ourselves, you know, that bartender, uh, Brittany, Brittany, the tall one. She's a old, uh, she's been around here at the rhythm room for a long time. She's the sweetest girl in the world. Um, but yeah, you know, like I'm, I've noticed that I have to think about the kid a lot. So I can't think about Wes as much as I am used to, which is a great thing, you know, and that I think inspires creativity because all thinking about yourself does is make you feel shitty at the end yeah, of the day, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's been unbelievable and she's six months old and she's already huge. She's in the <laughs> top 95 percentile of her height and her weight. She's a giant baby. Um, and that beautiful so, hair. Yeah, she's, she's got, got that long Williams. black hair, the Wes Williams hair style for sure. She came out of the, the womb just like that. She did. She popped out just How like neat. that, head full of hair. 
Now you've got you you posted something the other day, and we I, we've talked about this before when you've been on. Oh, how you you uh, really personalize things, mm-hmm. especially like if, if, when you when you do a cover, right. when you when you either solo or as a band do a cover, uh, you really make it your own, right? And your style on your originals is so strong and so identifiable. And that comes through when you do covers as well. Mm-hmm. That one you did, you posted something of Stevie Wonder the other day. Mm-hmm. That was just out. It was incredible. You like that? That was one? beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. How how often are you mixing in covers? Let's see. The solos show. It, it's kind of tailored to when I know I'm around, like quote unquote, like my people. Like yeah. I know tonight, you know, there's people that listen to similar artists that I do, so I tend to play more covers because there's a specific genre that I know people yeah. like. So tonight, you know, I'll play some Keller Williams, I'll play some widespread panic, some Mo, some fish, um, you know, stuff that's in that kind of jam yeah. scene sort of thing. And people seem to dig that. Um, but primarily, I mean, I'm, you know, I always appreciate when people, you know, holler for, for the original songs and, and it, they're always, you know, a dominating factor yeah, in my set list. It's always mostly originals, just night to night. You know, sometimes we'll do no covers and sometimes yeah. we'll play, you know, I'll do, cause solo, I can do whatever I, I want. And I'm usually making the set list just in the parking lot before. I, <laughs> Is that what you were doing when I came? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just finishing up that set list. And, um, it's nice to just be able to for flow, you know, so I don't have yeah. to sit there and think about it, but every once in a while I will go no set list and just kind of play. kind of, whatever happens but the challenge is sometimes it'll take me a little too long to think of what's next so it's nice to have a an order and try to think about okay the flow of going do a funky one do a slow one do a funky one do a slow one or whatever you know what was the time frame that you well let's let's mention it your your newest release front porch sessions yeah the front porch sessions uh, what was the time frame that you wrote this that you put this together that record got written um kind of over the years and there were a couple songs on there that i had recorded in a very like raw way uh-huh. kind of front porch style just sitting there with a guitar singing and playing into a mic and they came out very authentically a lot of acoustic songs on yeah. that album and then a lot of all the full band stuff that's on that album is like raw also for either from live performances or from different studio things we've done in different environments where it was a live performance who 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 else do you have on this on this release um what other players the guys on that release is mostly that steady uh set of of touring guys that i had for a while it's adam on guitar and dennis on bass and nick steadnitz on bass and uh matt hepburn on the drums on some gabe on a few yeah um, roads yeah, yeah. When I got, I've I've known about Gabe for a long time. Uh-huh. I've followed him. We've been hooked up on social media and stuff for a few oh, years. Yeah. You love that social media? No, I hate it actually. <laughs> So but strangely, I know it, it's, everyone, it's, hates, it's, everyone hates it, but it's you do the way, it anyway. It's the way I could uh, be in touch with people and not have to put on pants. I get to sit on my couch. Oh, cow. yeah, yeah, right. That's a good point. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point, and you can get away with more. But the first time I saw him play live was at Rock Bar in Scottsdale a couple months ago. Oh, back. yeah, right, right. 
that guy he, again. He's got passion too. Yeah. yeah, he goes yeah. for it. That's one thing I'll say about him. He leaves just as sweaty as I do. Real staple in the Verde area. Is that right? Oh yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. He lives up in Camp Verde, and his father was a real famous yeah. uh, musician, blues musician, and they always do a blues benefit for his dad right every year at the main I stage yeah i wouldn't want to say because i don't know for sure I, but i think Les that's Lyman's right involved with that's them right doing yeah it sometimes. that's right yeah. good old Les. yeah <laughs> hey Les. <laughs> i i had a, a a quick conversation with Les on the phone today and anybody who knows Les knows i'm lying it was not quick right. there is not a conversation with Les. i know quick. some people like that yeah, I want- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, let me tell you what, this is, uh, you talk about social media and right. technology, and I, I, I'm i an old man, man, mm-hmm. I, I, but, I, but I've had to, for work-wise and family-wise and things, embrace technology and social media and stuff, oh, but yeah. I tell you, this is a perfect example of how it can save your butt. This is what happened to me today. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife gets off work at 5, and I knew I wanted to be on the road before 5, so we, uh, I loaded up all, all the, I got the photo gear out in the car mm-hmm. and the recording gear and stuff, and... Loaded it all up in my truck. Me and my son drive to her work at about 4.30, 4.40. I'm sweat swapping cars. And then I leave him with her. See you later. I'm going to get there about 6.15, 6.30. Grab a drink. Sit on the patio and be all ready when Wes walks in. Uh-huh. I said, is there gas in the van? Because that's what I was going to bring down here. She, oh, yeah, yeah, it's full. So I look at the gauge when I start it up. A little under half. Uh-huh. And I go, ah, no biggie. Uh, I'll get down the hill. I'll hit the Costco or Anthem or something and fill up. Right. No biggie. At five minutes to six, the fuel light goes on and I'm at Anthem. Oh, no. No problem. Right. I pull over uh-huh. and I go, where's my wallet? Oh, shit, that's what happened? <laughs> really? Oh, man. I'm out of gas. I got no wallet. Mm-hmm. So I walk in the gas station. This this episode of the Mile High Show is brought to you by Four Sons oh, on Anthem. And I go, that. look, I, can you, I got my wife on the phone, and I call her up. And this is Take the credit card? Yeah. This yeah. is what she says. She goes, yeah, I saw it when I got in the car at 5. I just figured you left it on purpose. Get the out of here. All right. Why would I leave it on purpose? Uh, no. All right. <laughs> Had you called me right then, I would have been in Prescott Valley. Right. We meet at the airport. Anyway, my yeah, fault. Com- right. 150% my fault. Mm-hmm. So I got her on the phone. I go, hey, can you take it over the phone? Right. No, we can't do it. Right, right. It anything. You could look me up on, you could exactly. Google my face. You right, Google exactly. my name and I, my face pops up. Right. Now, let me call my manager. Uh-huh. So a couple of phone calls. No, we can't do it. So I go, look, Damn. I got, I shouldn't say this out in the past. I got 12 grand of camera equipment in the car. Mm-hmm. I got two grand worth of recording equipment. Mm-hmm. I got extra everything. Let me leave you a couple hundred dollar mics for twenty bucks. Right. My wife will drive down here with the card, swap it out, pay. Like no, a gas pond. Can't do it. Right. I'm. Know. I am not going to ask Damn. somebody at the pump for money. I'm not right. going to do it. Right. So I said, ah, anything, anything we can do. No, can't do it. Can't do it. So I just okay. I call my wife. I said, just meet me here. That's when I texted you. Okay. Let's record after. Uh huh. Right. No problem. Thank you for accommodating, which we didn't have to do. And I called my buddy Matt Henshaw. I said, man, I'm an idiot. I'm, he goes, oh, you want me to drive down? I said, nah, Sandra's on her way. Right. And he goes, I can't believe they don't have Google Pay at that gas station. 
And I said, I didn't even ask. This is a half hour late. It's just right. 630. Right. So I run in. I got him on the phone. I said, do you guys do Google Pay? The lady looks at me. She goes, yeah, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Oh, so, no. <laughs> so I gassed up. That's what I texted and you. And that's again. how you did it? Yeah. yeah. I'm, okay. So I called my wife. I said, don't even bother. Just go home. Oh, I filled dope, up. actually. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Even think about Technology that. Technology right. is great. Except old people. Yeah, old people's minds don't remember it right. <laughs> until I'm oh, sitting crazy. in the gas station. Well, at least you got out of it. For that's, a half hour. Yeah, technology saved the day. There's yeah. a lesson there. Now, you're constantly on the road. Yeah. Anything pop in your head? What's been going on? Good, bad, ugly? Um, well, shows? I try to stay positive and stuff like that. When <laughs> I'm, because, dude, it's, you know, it's like 50-50 sometimes. You know, you have a great show. You have a one, you know, yeah. and I'm always happy to be in Phoenix because I know a lot of people yeah. and people have been really supportive and really cool with me here in Phoenix for a long time. So it's great to be here where I, yeah, but it's cool because, you know, uh, with technology and Facebook and stuff like that, you, I go to different cities and every city you can type in like, you know, who do I know in this yeah. city and be like, Oh wow. You know, and connect with people that ordinarily when the f would I ever be in Kansas yeah. city or, or something like that. So, um, yeah, new Orleans has been, it was a big highlight. Uh, Brian Moss and Jordan and red and, and those guys from Spafford were there mm -hmm. playing, um, hogs for the cause music festival. And so I went out and hung with them at their show and took them out to eat the night before and showed them around the city a little bit nice. since they don't know it too well. And, um, then they came out to my show and Moss uh, sat in and played some lead guitar and um, Red, the keyboard player for Spafford, is actually going to come up and sing one tonight. Oh, nice. nice. So that'll be really cool. And um, uh, that'll be, that's like one of the surprises for tonight. So that'll be, that'll be fun. And um, yeah, I mean, New Orleans was killer. That Howlin' Wolf show to see a bunch of my friends and I had a great band and a girl bass player it was she was great it was the first time i've ever had a chick uh band yeah. member so that was cool and uh yeah <laughs> yeah so that's uh pretty cool stuff and um that was a big highlight for sure and then um it was easy man driving uh new orleans to san diego i i did two days of 11 hours each day oh man yeah but it, it, actually i was like like i was telling you i've been really into podcasts lately yeah so i uh just threw on some podcasts and was like really enjoying who myself. you listening to um joe rogan's like yeah. top of the list just because he really gets labeled as like having these certain like views on things but yeah. but really he doesn't he just like asks a bunch of questions he and um he is introduce yourself to jesse and them over there jesse jesse that's red right there rogan is truly a uh, a renaissance guy you got to pop over there yeah no oh. i'm talking to you right now he has uh but, but yeah it well what i was saying was it, he just listens to people he just yeah. explores their point of view and asks them all kind of questions even later in later episodes he'll come back and be like this guy was a f but yeah. you would never he just lets people get their yeah. point of view and he explain gets, what they believe in. And so I really like that because he's just curious. You so know? curious right. and really out there guess. Yeah, right. Everything Alien from, guys. Yeah, and, flat earth. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you know, nuclear physicists. Do you know who Dr. Stephen Greer is? Do you know who that is? That name he's rings a ufologist. A he's a UFOologist. Oh. A ufologist. Dude, his is on point. I'm just telling you. He's, I'm telling you. If if you're if when you're on the road, they're real. Uh, okay, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. <laughs> There's proof. There's mountains and mountains of proof. Sam Tripoli. 
Uh-huh. He is uh he's a comedy store guy, comic. He's uh-huh. on Rogan periodically. Oh yeah, he's comedy got, store. Uh he's got uh, a podcast he started about a year ago. The Tinfoil Hat Show, uh-huh. and it's all conspiracy it, theories. Right. There was a couple I was listening to like that. There's one called, like, Those Conspiracy yeah. Guys, and there's another one called Conspiracy what, Face or what whatever. I, <laughs> what I like about Tripoli's is well, he's a comic, so he has comics on there, but not just comedy. He'll have mm-hmm. authors, and and they'll just talk about... So they get they go off the rails a lot, right? But for me, that's I like that because it gives me outlooks on things. His dad, Tripoli's dad, lives in Prescott. Oh, okay. And from what I understand, he's pretty much always at uh, Bucky's. That's oh, his really? hangout. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's it's a uh, it, it's a uh, it it's because I don't know. I know next to nothing about conspiracy theories in general. So what I'm oh, here, you, what, would you like to learn? No, well, that's I what I'm, specialize. I'm, <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm like what? what? Oh, so, what's, there's so many. What, there's what so are some many. of the ones that get you? Okay, a couple that stand out for me, and I'll since I'm in like a public forum right now, yeah. I'll stay away from like the more sensitive ones. <laughs> uh, here's one I'll say though that I think any reasonable person is willing to at least say, yeah, obviously JFK, right? Yeah. But his brother, uh, Robert Kennedy, yeah. um, Bobby. The way the big one that not a lot of people know about is his official cause of death. The shots were fired from close range, close enough to leave powder burns on the yeah. back of his neck from behind, but every witness in the kitchen in that uh, hotel... The, the ambassador hotel? The I ambassador was, hotel. Yeah. The guy's name was uh, Sirhan Sirhan. He was shooting from about seven feet in front of the senator, and the shots that killed him entered from the back of the head at very close range. Yeah. So, I mean, that's documented fact, and, I mean, without diving too far but some of those crazy ones that alex jones talks about sandy hook deniers and like that that's insane yeah but there's several out there that i think any reasonable person should at least say yeah i don't know something there you know without saying you know for sure at least saying yeah something that's what i like about tripoli he's uh because a lot of alex jones for one is so far on one side of the story Right. Oh, he's and, a nut job. You know, it's one of the things Tripoli says he's is no, everybody's crooked. Right. Everybody's lying. He's on both sides of the aisle. And right. all, you know, so he's, and he does the same thing. He goes, you know, all I know is, is that true. I don't know. Right. So is that's lo- the best way yeah. to say it. That's what I love to say is, yeah. I just don't know, you know? You How fall, do you say you know? You fall through some rabbit holes, oh, man, yeah. especially on oh, YouTube. Yeah. YouTube's <laughs> the great, dude, YouTube conspiracies are the best thing I've ever done with my time. Ever. Yeah. Ever. That's so good. <laughs> what time is it? Are we getting oh. close to, uh, let's do a time check yeah, really quick around here. Yeah, 10 till. What's on the horizon for you? Um, well... Uh, one day at a time, you know. Yeah. We're just gonna play tonight here in Phoenix, and then uh, taking the night off tomorrow, uh, staying out in Chino where it's nice and pretty, and uh, and then uh, Albuquerque Friday night. You mean Chino tomorrow? Yeah, dude. What am I doing? I told here? you that. No. I texted you that. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do uh, uh, Albuquerque Friday night, and then Denver Saturday, nice. Boulder Sunday, and then. Colorado Springs Monday night. I'm playing to kick off the week of 420 in Colorado at this <laughs> cannabis club vape lounge place. I shot that. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that one. And then uh, we head over to Kansas City. And in Kansas City, I'm a guest on Carl Butler's Gospel Lounge. Oh, and nice. everybody loves Pastor Carl. And he's this uh, 
you know, uh, he, he play him and his band, his house band play every Wednesday night, you know, the gospel lounge and they always have a, a featured guest. Yeah. And so they're having and me you're on in, Wednesday. Huh? Yeah. Nice. And you know, it's about the message being uplifting and yeah, all that kind of shit. So it's, it should be pretty cool. Nice. And then onward from there, you know, I St. Love, Louis. I love and, the way you guys open the show at, at uh, rock bar. Starting up at the top oh, yeah, and yeah, doing yeah, the, with that chant and everything. Yeah. That was cool. That was yeah. nice. That, that was, was yeah, a lot that, of fun. That'd be beautiful. Something mm-hmm. along those lines. Yeah, in that Prescott Center for the Arts, an old oh, church. Yeah, right, man. right. Yeah, absolutely. See, the, yeah, the, that building is beautiful. The helicopters are coming looking. I'm for telling you. you, man. Look at that. What you know, was that it's what, a police. Monkeys? It's a police state. The police state <laughs> is coming. They're spotlighting to take your guns away. <laughs> we'll run through how do folks get. So yeah, your check new out release. check out the uh, the new album, the Front Porch Sessions, on iTunes and Amazon and Apple Music and anywhere you get your music uh, I'm on tour until the end of April uh, solo I'll be all over the country um, I got Colorado coming up this weekend and then uh, the Midwest and the Southeast I'll be in Florida and North Carolina and Mobile, Alabama and um, the, the tour dates and all the details are on uh, facebook.com slash Wes Williams band on the uh, band page or just Google Wes Williams tour or anything like that and it should be pretty easy to find uh, if I'm coming to a city near you. Nice. And yeah. a little little self promotion you want to get that uh get that release on Amazon. Use that Amazon link at milehighshow.com. See how oh, definitely that use that guys. <laughs> All right, let me let you go. Thanks for sitting down. Thanks for down. having me, man. Uh, it's always good to see you. You're about ready to take the stage. Yep. And uh, I'm looking forward to the show. We'll Thank you so much, man. Absolutely cool, man. Rock on. Trips without warning and shade Looks beautiful in the morning Knows every single word To every Grateful Dead song Seen fish like 20 times She always sings along She's leaving the system That we love so much She knows in her heart She can change She's wearing tie-downs Tuesday She's wearing it to work While the other guys wear slacks And the other girls wear skirts She's wearing no shoes Underneath the desk And the background on her computer Is Bob Weir at his best And everybody knows The change starts with the little things With the little things The little things
coffee all day at work and has plans and designs to live her hopes and dreams. But her dreams are like her tax returns. She don't know what they mean. She's leaving the system that we love so much. She knows in her heart she can change. She's wearing tie-dye on a Tuesday. She's wearing it to work. While the other guys wear slacks and the other girls wear skirts. She's wearing those shoes underneath the desk. And the background on her computer is Bob Weir at his best. And everybody knows the change starts with the little things. With the little things. With the little things. It's all just a little thing.